This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. Hard to Tell Podcast, episode 202. Dexter Henry, Ryan Fonseca here. Sure. Doing this on Thanksgiving week. Yes, sir. Becky Lynch won a Survivor Series, so I got to rep the hoodie. You know what I'm saying? Won a Survivor Series last night. I didn't watch it. I didn't have time to watch it, but I know she won. I don't have time for wrestling as much these days. I got I to gotta Good. That's good. That's good. Although <laughs> Your boy's I'll, busy, yo. <laughs> yeah, although I was talking to her, I quickly spoke with our friend Dan Serafin today, wrestling lover. Uh, we talked a, a little bit of wrestling. He interviewed Bianca Belair. Mm. I did not know that. He did not mention that to me. Look at his Instagram. I, he, I, he was at. I, I, she was doing something in the area or whatever. Some charitable shit. Bianca okay. Belair. We were t- we were talking about some other stuff, which I'll have to fill you in. Um, but uh, shout out to Dan, wrestling wrestling fan. Uh, there. This is Thanksgiving week. You are listening to this episode. We have a special episode planned for you today. It's kind of around Thanksgiving. It has a lot of the things that are involved in the history of Thanksgiving, which is violence and food. Well, the food came before the violence, right? Like It was all cool between the pilgrims and the Native Americans. They broke bread, blah, blah, blah. And then the pilgrims, giving y'all a history lesson here, got shady and tried to get the Native Americans up on out of here and started mass genocide. So therefore, you see the food and the violence. Now, the food part, you know, excites me. The violence part, you know exactly what that does for Brian's soul. And so we are going to have our first ever Ain't Hard to Tell Thanksgiving draft. To to be clear, not violence against, you know, the the people from bad. Let's be clear on that. Not violence against sanctioned violence. And then and then actually the the other part of violence that we're gonna get into uh, wasn't sanctioned, it just kinda happened. 
Yeah, which which I know excites you. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get to the food later with our first ever Thanksgiving draft. The violence will be first, which is sure to excite Ryan. Now, if you listen to this podcast, you might have seen on Sunday there was some beef. Beef is part of somebody's nickname involved in here. Beef with Isaiah Stewart of the Detroit Pistons, known as Beef Stew, and LeBron James, aka the Wash King, got into a little. I don't even know what to call this, Ryan. I don't know if you call this a scuffle, a kerfuffle. It wasn't really a fight, but there was a little more going. You know how a lot of times the NBA dudes is like, yo, hold me back, hold me back. No, no, no. Isaiah Stewart, they tried to hold him back. We'll get to that in a second. Now, Brian, I got to ask you this. First of all, what you thought of this, because I saw this play, and this broke out on the free throw line, and LeBron James gave an elbow to Isaiah Stewart. So I, before we get into details, I want to stop right here. Did you think it was dirty or not? Because I have a very clear thought on what I thought about this. I think uh, the intentions were obviously evil. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I like that as an answer, but I do. Like I, I, I don't. You know, I don't like throwing the word like just dirty around necessarily, but I, I can't call it a clean play. Like I don't think throwing an elbow at somebody's head uh, is cool. I also, do, it didn't seem like LeBron even knew uh, Isaiah Stewart's face was there, but he wanted to elbow him somewhere, right? Like that's the thing, and the elbow is why he deserved the uh, the suspension, um, because of what that ended up causing, and then Isaiah Stewart being bloody, as you can see right here on the screen, Greg's pulling it up, being bloody on the eye. It didn't even look like he knew blood was coming down until later on, which is why he ended up going back around and trying to actually, you know, start this up again, which is probably what led to the suspension. Um, for those listening, what two game suspension for Isaiah uh, Stewart, one for LeBron James. Uh, which I also found interesting, but we can, I guess that's part of the LeBron tax. I think that LeBron was in the wrong for this. I defend uh, Isaiah Stewart in terms of like how he reacted, at least the first part of it. I don't think he necessarily needed to run back at him, but I totally understand why he did. And I like what and I like what he did because, yo, LeBron, we ain't fucking scared of you no more, bro. I think that's what he's trying to say there now. He's on the Detroit Pistons, so, you know, this, this is only going to go with so far. But I like the fact that this energy has sort of been sort of out there. You know what I mean? Like, oh, 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 this energy has been out there in the league this season. It's these young dudes are not scared of the Lakers, dog. They're not scared of the Lakers. And I appreciate that part of it. I, I just wish that Isaiah Stewart, you know, didn't have to catch a bow to the face and a little blood on the eye. But you know what? That adds character, baby. Put that on a T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, really endorse it. Embrace it. Like, LeBron did that to you. You could wear that as a badge of honor for the rest of your career. I think a potentially long one because at the end of the day, he's also a good player. And uh, look, I think that it will it will serve him well in the long run uh, for branding purposes and things of that nature. But, you know, I think that uh, it's it's good that basketball does seem to have some character this year. I think uh, I think this is an incident that uh, that I came away with. I was like, OK, we, we got something happening. We got something popping off. And. Thankfully, nobody got like seriously, seriously hurt. I, I hope his eye is okay, though. So what I would like people to do, because you're not going to see this when all the clips that people put on Twitter. I saw this was unfolding. I was waiting to go somewhere to a show. And I went back on League Pass, and I went back to right before the fight. And I encourage people to go and do this. If you watch before the fight, on right before the first free throw, and you can listen because there's some moments where the announcers are silent. You can hear LeBron complaining to the officials. 
saying this shit has to stop. I'm kind of paraquoting on him. Somebody's got to somebody's got to see this shit. And I didn't know if he was talking about beef stew. Something was brewing before that. LeBron elbow did not just come out of nowhere. He was mad about it, and I think LeBron decided to take some matters to his own hands. I absolutely think that elbow was intentional. I think it was dirty. I understand why Beef Stew was mad. He couldn't let another man just elbow him in his face and be leaking from the face. He couldn't have that happen. So I understand what he let now. Here's the, the, what was hilarious to me, Brian, was, yo, Beef Stew did that thing. And if you've ever been around a fight or you've seen it, mm-hmm. where somebody's been like hyped up and they try to charge at somebody else, and everybody's like, yo, all right, we got to calm down. He's like, all right, all right, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, son. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then as soon as everybody just like, let relax their tension on him. Dude was boom charging out. Dude looked like he broke like seventeen tackles trying to get to LeBron. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Look at look at this, Greg. Thanks for bringing this up. Breaking like seventeen tackles, and he was ready. He was ready for all the smoke. And DeAndre Nothing. Jordan stood in front of him. And that, you know what? That's a fair fight. Like that in terms of height, reach, weight class. Isaiah Stewart versus DeAndre Jordan. I'm here for that. Like that's I, that's that's one that I would watch. On the Darren Williams Frank Gore undercard, I, I believe this was our guy. I, I couldn't remember who uh, posted this. It might have been our guy Jamal Murphy. That's the best defense DeAndre Jordan's played in years. <laughs> Stepping up there, we haven't seen him play defense like Shout that. Shout out to Murph. <laughs> <laughs> best defense we've seen him play in years. We haven't seen that at all. So I mean, he got it. He had to be ready. He had to be ready there. And it's funny they calmed him down. And Beef Stew does it again. He tries to go back. And then when they calm him down. He runs in the locker room, and you know where he was running, to the other tunnel. He's trying. He, I don't know. It's like he was ready to take on the whole Laker team, which I was like, oh, man, this is Brian Fonseca energy. He is all about this. It's this like, guy is like, ready to take on the whole team. Like I, Brian, let's, yeah. just, let's, let's just be real right here. I feel like based off of this performance in the kerfuffle, this man <laughs> is very likely to make the next Brian Fonseca all-star team. <laughs> Like, it's very likely to happen. At the end of the season, we, you know what? See, I, hadn't, I, hadn't, I hadn't even thought about it, but you know what? Like, I don't, like, I think it's legit though, right? Like, I think, and people, people, people say that, oh, NBA players, they don't really fight. And when they say meet them outside, it's bullshit. And I think, no, I think, I think like in Jimmy Butler's case, when they did it uh, with the Denver Nuggets and Jimmy Butler was saying like, meet me in the back or whatever, because he understands like, he could do what he whatever there and not probably get fined for it in a way that if he did it on the court, you know, what's he going to do? Prove his toughness to a bunch of 14-year-olds? Like, who cares? So Isaiah Stewart, yeah, like, go out and try to, you know, talk to them in the back. Or if you want to, like, get on get on your fisticuff shit over there, go right ahead. But, yeah, Isaiah Stewart might be a candidate for one of these O'Brien squads at the end of the year. We'll, we'll see at the end of the season. <laughs> might be my ass. You might as well put him as a lot to be on there. <laughs> At least thirteen, a lot to be on. What's the What's the bet for that? Well, uh, minus you're gonna set it at minus three hundred or some shit. I'm looking more like minus a thousand, folks. (laughs) You know, you know what's happening. You know, you know, you know what time it is. The Sports Walk is back. Watch season four of Backpack Broadcasting's original award-winning web series that brings you the opinions of real sports fans in these streets literally in these streets the first three seasons and current season with new episodes every monday are available now on the backpack broadcasting youtube channel check out the 2017 nyc webfest official selection and see what other sports fans have to say 
on the hottest issues in sports today. It's easy, y'all. Just take the sports walk. Non-sanctioned violence that Brian talked about, but on Saturday night, the night before that, we had sanctioned violence, and it was a fight Brian and I had been looking for uh, forward to, I should say, for quite some time. I almost forgot about the fight until Brian had sent me a text because I was so tired from working the entire day, and that's Terrence Crawford versus Sean Porter. And look, man, look, I have to say this first. We can talk, we can wax poetic about Woo! Terrence Crawford all that we want. But Brian, you know you and I have a lot of respect for Sean Porter. Love we him. liked him as a fire. We love him. We love the energy he brings. We've seen it time and time again. This was the ESPN Plus pay-per-view fight, and it was worth the money, okay? Yeah. I think this is one. I did not watch the entire card, but this was worth the money for me in terms of the main event alone. This was a fantastic fight. It was an entertaining fight. This was not guys running from each other. Brian, you know how much we hate that. These were guys going at it, giving each other their best shots, a lot of great counters. You know, Porter's coming with some hooks, getting some uppercuts in there. You saw Crawford coming back. Nobody was – this was not for – if you was a shook one in the ring, this was not it. This was not it at all. And I I was like – there was a lot of times in this fight I wasn't even texting Brian. That, Brian and I usually text during fights. I didn't even message him because I spent too much time being like, oh, damn, oh, shit. Like, it was, so it was just too good. It was so good. Terrence Crawford wins. Uh, stoppage in the 10th tenth, tenth round, right, Brian? I was in the 10th? 10th round, yeah. 10th round. Stop, stoppage in the 10th. Now, I don't know about you, B, but I think I texted you after and I said, yo, I thought Sean Porter could have kept going. I did not think it was that bad. He got knocked down twice mm-hmm. in the in the 10th round. The first one, eh. Second one, I guess, a, l- a little bit more. He caught him with an uppercut and a combo going down. But what did you – I mean, regardless, even if he was rooting for Sean Porter – Whatever. This was a really damn good fight. And one of the reasons why you're like, look, boxing, this is why you make the good fights that are good matchups that people want to watch and want to see. And we all would know what that next fight should be for Terrence Crawford. Don't play around with this. Don't play around. We all know we want to see him fight Spence. Let's get it done. So it's important because there's a lot of layers to this. One, uh, Sean Porter, I, I love him. Like just as a fighter, because he he were, and I drew this comparison last night, and I did it again on at the time we were recording this. I may have already dropped a video uh, with FanDuel talking about this very briefly, but I'm gonna have more time to do it here. That's obviously, but I compared Sean Porter to Jimmy Butler in a weird way because I feel like no, but I feel like I feel like with Sean Porter, he's one of these dudes where. You didn't really see it coming in terms of his rise to stardom. He didn't have the amateur pedigree in the same way that some of his peers did, the Danny Garcias of the world and things of that nature, Keith Thurman, et cetera, et cetera. And that's on one hand. And then two, just worked really hard to become a champion, a world champion, which he uh, became uh, throughout the course of his career and fought in a lot of other title fights. And then three, just the toughness and being able to stand toe to toe with anybody he fought and at his best could compete with absolutely anybody, uh, which is something that Jimmy Butler proved and something that Sean Porter proved with Keith Thurman, with Danny Garcia, with uh, Kel Brook, now with Terrence Crawford, because a lot of people I was looking on Twitter, people like even Lou DeBella, promoter who I really, really respect, had Sean Porter winning 
at the time uh, of the beginning of that 10th round. I had Crawford ahead. I had it close. So a lot of people had it close. And I felt like uh, with Sean Porter, like he definitely won some rounds with his aggression, tagged Terrence Crawford uh, probably even a little bit more than I expected, especially with his right hand. Because usually a Terrence Crawford fight, he'll, you know, he'll probably lose the first two rounds because the first round he'll just kind of fill you out. The second round he'll fill you out from the South Pole stance. And then he starts picking you apart, counter shots, and he really like uses his defense to create his offense. And then later on, which we've seen because he now has nine straight finishes, nine, nine straight knockouts. So we don't think of Terrence Crawford as this you knockout know, fighter. We don't think of him that way. Right. Yep. Like and he and in that time that he moved up to welterweight, which means every fight he's had at welterweight so far, he stopped people. Now, others would say, oh, who has he really fought? He beat Benavidez. He beat Amir Khan past his prime, Kel Brook, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yo, this is why to me he's kind of Roy Jones Jr. ish. Whoever you're putting in front of him. He is just outboxing these dudes. And in most cases, except for, you know, the Sean Porter fight, it's not even that close. It's not even that close. And I think what? for me, I, yeah, I want – and this is the last part. This is important because you mentioned what we should see next. Yeah. After the fight, one, Sean Porter retired. And another reason why I'm hats off to him because Sean Porter announced his retirement. Um, Whoa, and, I actually didn't – I totally missed that. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. So after the fight – one, it was weird because Kenny Porter, his father, who trained yes, him. Yes, that was weird. I'm so glad you're talking about this. This is so weird. He 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 said that the reason he stopped the fight was because he didn't like Sean Porter's preparation, uh, which was weird. And then Sean Porter ends up retiring, which leads me to believe I don't want to I don't want to say that there's family friction or whatever, but I'm wondering if like one, Sean Porter's like 33, 34 years old. He's still a young dude, so maybe he gets back in the ring at some point. But two, did he retire to spite his father at the end of that? Like that was a little weird to me. But I also want to mention this because you, you, the Sean Porter retired. That's one. And two, Terrence Crawford left top rank. He announced that he's leaving top rank. And he flat out said Bob Arum is not getting him the Errol Spence fight. He wants the Errol Spence fight. And yes, I agree, Greg. Uh, Sean Porter is a very good analyst. So I yes, hope that is. we see him in the chair. I, Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence, like this is the most likely that it's been at this point because Terrence Crawford is leaving top rank uh, reportedly. and. Hopefully we get it. Keith Thurman is also throwing his hat in there saying that he's willing to fight Terrence Crawford in eight months, whatever. I want to see Terrence Crawford Errol Spence. Yep. There we, there, okay, couple things there. Because one, thank you. There's a that. lot there. I just threw a lot no, at no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's fine. That's that's fine. And you are the combat sports guru here. I did not know about Porter uh, retiring. I was shocked by, I did watch the post-game interview with, with a Kevin. Was Kevin Porter's part? It's Kevin, right? As far as Kevin, Kenny, Kenny, right. Kenny, Kenny, sorry, Kevin Porter plays for the Houston Rockets. Um, <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr., that is. Uh, Kenny Porter says this, and I was kind of like, yo, who's, why you got to put just, even if he did have a proper training, you going to put him on blast on TV like this? It was just shocking to me. And I was watching After Sean, he fought a good fight, by the a way. A fight, yeah. I was watching Sean, Sean Porter's face in that moment. I could see it was somebody that just was like, yo, can't believe my dad did this. But I'm going to be nice in front of all these people on TV. That's what it looked like to me. And so I wonder if he announced his retirement just because he's like, uh, I'm done. I ain't going to be fighting with y'all anymore, but I'll be back. And if Sean Porter retired and he's done, then that's cool. And I think he's had a, a very good career. He's fought a lot of people. He's definitely one of the class fighters uh, in that division at, in, the, in this era for sure. There's no doubt about it. And the one thing about him is he didn't back down or run away from anybody. He was here for all this smoke and then also proved himself every time in the ring. So, you know, I don't think he has anything to be ashamed of from losing this fight to Porter. 
I still thought he could have kept going. His dad said they wanted to protect him from what they saw that could be coming from uh, Terrence Crawford, but okay, whatever. That's that. It was interesting. But Brian, another thing I got to ask you is, you talked about the Spence fight, and we both would like to see him fight Spence. We think that's what should happen. I think it is very interesting that Crawford left top rank and is like, okay, these guys are not getting it done, which puts a lot of pressure on whoever he signs with next to be like, yo, you know what time it is and what fight it is that we need to get done. Now, Spence was at the fight. You saw Spence get up and leave uh, after the, the stoppage of the fight, to which, and, you know, him and his boys look kind of disgusted, which I didn't understand. What, what do you make of that? And, you know, who it, it, now it feels like it's really on Spence and his camp to get this done because Crawford's kind of putting it out there. He said it in the fight, you, you know who's been running for me pretty much. So it's on, it's on that Spence camp to get it done. And it's important to note uh, all the top welterweights virtually have been with PBC. So if Terrence Crawford mm. is going to get this done, like, because I'm looking at the list, I wanted to pull up the list from BoxRec and their top ranked welterweights because that'll give you an assessment of like who we're talking about here, right? Errol Spence is a PBC fighter. Your Dennis Yugas, who just fought uh, Manny Pacquiao and retired him, is also a PBC fighter. Danny Garcia, PBC fighter. Um, Mikey Garcia, PBC fighter, right? And I don't really think we need to see Terrence Crawford versus Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia actually just lost. Boots Ennis, Jerron Boots Ennis, who's an up-and-comer, 24 years old, 28-0, and 0, has finishing ability. Um, he's a PBC fighter. If you go further down the list, there's Adrian Broner, et cetera, et cetera. We, we're talking about the top of the top here. So, And really, Dex, we're talking about Errol Spence, like at the end of the day. Right. Uh, Keith Thurman is not even listed here because of inactivity. Surprise, surprise. Uh, he hasn't fought since uh, Manny Pacquiao beat him, and that was about two years ago. So, yeah, I mean, we we're, there's only one person worth talking about here, and that's uh, Spence versus Crawford, um, that fight. And in order to do that, He's going to have to do business with PBC. They did it to make the Sean Porter fight, to be clear. Uh, Sean right. Porter, by the way, to, so that you know his retirement is official, not even listed in the box rec ranking, because as soon as you officially retire, they take you out. Now, in order to make this fight happen, they weren't, for whatever reason, PBC and top rank were, ever, were able to make this happen. But Terrence Crawford, he said it. He has been calling these guys out for a long time. And... He's putting his money where his mouth is by reportedly leaving top rank and presumably trying to go get this fight. As we can see this video that Greg pulled up here of them talking shit to each other. Like, look, I really believe Terrence Crawford wants to make this happen. I, I believe Errol Spence does, too. I feel like Errol Spence may want it a little bit more on his terms. But I think that Terrence Crawford right now is the boogeyman in that division because he's somebody who's just accomplished a lot in different weight classes and yep. is arguably the the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. It's really between him and Canelo Alvarez and, you know, the monster Naoya Inoue, maybe uh, somebody who is getting consideration there. I think he needs to do a bit more to crack that top two, but it's really between Canelo and, and Terrence Crawford. So look, there's no question what we need to see next. Hopefully we can get it in the spring, March, April, May, something along those lines. Spence Crawford, that's definitely a fight worthy of that, you know, that May weekend a lot of the big fights happen between you know may and uh well rather that first weekend in may single to mayo weekend and then early in september 
and that's normally how it happens uh, historically. That's why Floyd Mayweather, you know, wanted to fight on those two days. Like, those are very, very big weekends for boxing. And Canelo Alvarez might have something to say about that if Crawford Spence happened at that point. But that's the fight we need to see. And I hope we see it. We gave y'all the fighting. Now it's time for the food. Yes. <laughs> All right. The first ever Thanksgiving draft here on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. This is not really that hard, folks. We're, about, we're here trying to make the best plate that we can. That's all this is about. Making the best Thanksgiving plate you can. You know if you're listening what you are, your must-haves on your Thanksgiving plate. Except here, we are picking from a random, not random, but a list of all the potential foods that could be, any food can be drafted here in the Thanksgiving draft that you want. We will pick one by one, we have five picks. You got five things you put in your plate. Now, there are times I put more than five things on my plate, just to be clear. Same. Pretty much on, <laughs> pretty much on that first plate for Thanksgiving. There's more than five things on the plate. Like everything is touching everything. And But there are, and I'll share this later, but there are three things for me that when they touch, that is like the holy trinity of my Thanksgiving plate. They have to touch. You put it all on one bit of your fork. Woo! Perfect. Huh. Can't wait for okay. that. Okay. All right. I'm going to be drafting. Brian's going to be drafting. Our producer Greg is going to be drafting with us as well. Yes. We will be picking uh, different me, dishes. Uh, allow, uh, allow me to break down the rules uh, yes. real quick so that people understand. One, we're going to have the turkey round. The turkey round uh, is just kind of late to lay out how we like uh, our turkey. Um, that's really all that's for. That is not necessarily like – it's not like if somebody drafts it roasted or fried, the other person can't have it. That's just just, just to establish the base for everybody, how they like their turkey. Then from there, we go into the five foods that Dexter was talking about. Uh, it's going to be a snake draft, so Dexter's going to have the first pick. I'm going to have the second pick. Greg is third. And then in the next round, Greg is first, then me, then Dex, and then we keep going until we're done with five picks because we need five sides on each plate. Then we'll do one drink each and one dessert each, and then we'll have a happy Thanksgiving. So those are the rules. Those are the rules. Are you ready to start? Uh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous Why? about what's going <laughs> Draft. There are a couple things I need. I absolutely need. And Greg's yeah. already shaking yeah, his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already you know, know what I need. Greg, Greg, what's up, man? Uh, are you ready for Thanksgiving? I owe you some sorrow, which I will be bringing to you uh, before Thanksgiving. And I, you got some, you got some cream house for me. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got some bottles. Okay, all right. There we go. <laughs> there, there we go. That's 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 good. Cream house for people don't know. That's like the Haitian coquito. And uh, sorrow is a hibiscus drink. A lot of uh, us Caribbean folks drink that that Greg knows about and Brian knows about as well, too. All right. Ready to get this thing cracking? I'm ready. So let's go. All right. Let's go. All right, guys. First pick of the first ever. Ain't hard to tell. Thanksgiving draft. Oh, we doing the turkey round first? Is that what yeah, yeah. Doing? Just how you make your turkey first. Okay. How you- so I don't make the turkey. I do a decent amount of cooking for Thanksgiving. But I don't make the turkey. Me neither. But the turkey I will be having this year is deep fried turkey. Ooh. Deep fried turkey is the way uh, I've had the turkey at my in-laws' house for the past couple of years, and it is slamming. Love it. Get a lot of that crisp around the edge, but it's so tender and juicy in the middle. Well seasoned, because you know how people that look like us do. We gotta have the season up on there. If you don't have season on your turkey, shame on. If you don't have season on anything for Thanksgiving, shame on you. Right. That's the first first of all to that. <laughs> but we're not gonna get involved in that. But deep fried turkey, 
That's how it's done. That's that's for me for the turkey okay. round. Brian, how do you do it? So Dex has a deep fried turkey. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, you know, we we roast things over here. We roast. We put that yeah. in the oven. You know, saying <laughs> we put it in the oven for mad hours. You know, uh, make sure you check on it. Make sure uh, the proper seasoning is on it and all that stuff. It's, you know, it's hard. I, it's something I actually haven't necessarily done myself yet. I want to learn how to do it because you do actually have to learn how to do it because um, it is a process. I've seen it done many, many times and I've helped out in a, in a couple different instances. But, you know, it's something that I would like to do myself. But it, it's, it's straight up roasted over here, man. You're right. Okay. The slow, ro- <laughs> the slow roaster. Yes. Turkey. Okay. Greg, how's you? I- How's the turkey in the Alcala household? Yes. So you guys can hear me, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we hear you. I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna sit here and act like I eat turkey on Thanksgiving. So I'm <laughs> Wait, 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 hold on, Greg, hold on, hold on. Don't draft anything yet. You just got just say how you just say, just say, just say, just say, because we haven't drafted anything yet. Just say yeah. how you like the turkey, keep it moving. If you don't want to eat turkey, oh, do you, you just not eat the round. turkey at all, Greg. Like the, are you not eating the turkey at all? So I gotta pick a I gotta pick a me here to to substitute for. Well, it. hold on, because in, in some of you know you might take a meat. And yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. part of the. You know what I'm saying? We, like, we, so, so to be clear for everybody, we have already established that turkey will be on the plate. Now for Greg's plate, we understand that Greg ain't touching the turkey, so yeah. it's just fine. He's Greg, just going so straight you, to the side. Greg, you do not eat turkey on Thanksgiving. There's no turkey eating on Thanksgiving. Go, Greg is not. So I, to, I gotta pick some. Oh, no, you don't. I, no, 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 no. He can't because, like, then you're going to pick something that we're supposed to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, so you know what I'm saying? So, for the turkey now, everybody is turkey on his plate. Greg is nice enough to take the turkey as Dan's get it, put it on the plate, but he's not going to eat it. We got it. Now, let's get on. Now, let's get on to the real picks, okay? All right. All right. So, first pick. Four, complimentary food round one. First pick <laughs> in the first ever Ain't Hard to Tell Thanksgiving draft. I feel like there's a lot of pressure. But I feel like this this food right here, undefeated. Champion of foods. Staple. Got to be on your plate. If you ain't got this on your plate, man, you ain't doing it. This is all about the goodness. The creamy, cheesy goodness of mac and cheese. Oh, okay. Mac (laughs) and cheese. Number one pick. Put it down on the plate. Got to have it. There's another one I could have went with, <laughs> but I did it, and I feel like it's gonna get taken. I'll be pretty salty. Y'all will know what it is when it happens. I was but I so also, scared. I, was I so also scared. can't live without this one, so I had to protect it because it goes well with the other stuff that I need to have on my plate. So give me the mac and cheese, number one. Is it out the oven? Out the oven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, out yeah. the oven. Yeah, yeah. same. I don't yeah. know why you were shaking your head there, Greg, as if mac and cheese isn't worthy of a number one pick. What the hell is wrong with you? That's 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 the number one. Yeah. No, no, because I'm picking like back to back, so I was kind of I was going to do that there. I, yeah, you. Oh, I'm sorry. See, see, which tells me, Greg, I'm pretty sure I know what your back to back picks would have been And number three. I'll say it after you pick, but I'm pretty sure what you your strategy was to go with. In, re- in round number one and top of round number two. I know what you were trying to do. Now, okay. Greg, now Brian, yes. you could fuck this all up right here. Like, this could all be fucked up right here. I can totally see that happen. I don't know if I am, but, like, the, the, the one thing I absolutely cannot not have is the glazed ham oh uh, with pineapples Yo. baked. You <laughs> Yo. know what I'm saying? Yo. Yo. Like, <laughs> It's the one thing I cannot. It's the one thing. This yeah, is your no. must-have on your plate. 
must it's i told i said this i think last episode when we talked about this it has become especially within the last few years it's the star of the show and and, yeah. and not even no longer than that for 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 many years it's been the star of the show like it's been the thing that i look forward to the most the glazed honey ham holiday ham with pineapples straight out the oven uh the pineapples are absolutely necessary and it is great you got to get that nice thick cut and it's fuck it it is beautiful okay all right Brian selects honey ham. So now I'm pretty pretty sure because I know Greg. I'm pretty sure I know where Greg's going with this. Go ahead, Greg. I don't think I have a choice. Like it's got to, you know, what I mean, I got to take it. I got to go candy yams. What? Ooh. Got to go candy yams, man. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. I did not see that coming. That's not where I thought this was going. Okay, all right. So after I mean my after I my my other back to back pick, I want to hear what you think. Where you thought I was going to go? Okay. Wait, no, because I might spoil it. Right. I, I, I will say it only if we'll do it at the end. We'll recap it. I'll recap it. Go ahead. Okay. Let's keep going. Candy yams in round one for Greg. Candy yams. I can. That, those will not be on my plate at all because I do not care for candy. You don't like candy yams. I do not like candy yams. Ah, that's huh. Interesting. Yes. Not something I was going to take, but. Okay, you know. go ahead, Greg. Greg, Greg right. is the first pick for round two. And first pick for round two, it's actually like it's, it's, there's no Thanksgiving without it. If I if there is if this is not on the menu, I'm probably not going to eat. So I, I know where he's going. I'm going. I'm going stuffing. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I knew okay. it. Anyway, I knew right. it. Now, now, Greg, this is what I have to ask you: Were you going to try to go mac and cheese stuffing back to back? That's. I was going to go mac. Wait, don't, wait, 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 wait. I don't want because you might no, spoil already, something, bro. Oh, it's already off the board. Okay. I was gonna go mac and cheese, honey ham. I knew oh, it. The first two picks. The first two picks. Yeah. <laughs> and see, and Greg, I got a salute with you on there because if I had back to back picks, I would have gone mac and cheese and stuffing. Hey, Undoubtedly. No, I. The reason why I go yams and stuffing because those are like super size. Like you know what I mean. Like you got your turkey. And then you got, you know, rice and mashed potatoes. Well, you like, don't got like, your well, turkey. You don't got your turkey. <laughs> 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 I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I know what I'm going to make up for it, but I'm not doing it. But yeah, like, stuffing and candy yams, those are like super size. Like, okay. So because I support, I support it, Greg. I, I, I do think wanna... that's a strong two. Uh, candy yams, I'm not, I wouldn't have taken, because that's not for me necessarily, but yeah. look, I, yeah. a lot of people love it. So I get yeah. it. So what, what Greg did for me is Greg messed, and I'll explain this later. Greg messed up for me what is the Holy Trinity by taking stuffing. Stuffing is part of my Holy Trinity that I have on the plate. And I need it, and now I can't have it. And so I'm angry. I'm angry about what this plate could be. But go ahead. Go, Brian, Brian, your pick, uh, second pick in round two. I mean, as the Puerto Rican in the room. I mean, the, I mean, the honey ham with pineapples weren't enough of the Puerto Rican in the room? No. Now we got to... Now we got to get the arroz con guandule, you know what I'm saying? That's we got to get the rice of guandule. <laughs> as this, as the, in the second round, uh, that is going to be my pick. I have something else on the board that I was really uh, debating here. It's very high on my big board. Yes, I actually made a little mini big board. And I have no big board. This rice of guandule, Greg. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. We got the, the guandules are there too. So rice of guandule, rice of and um and uh, honey ham. That's what I have so far. Uh, for the, for our non a uh, Spanish speaking friends, that is rice with uh, black beans. No, 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 like little peas. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, so it's regular rice and peas. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it regular because that shit is fire. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Um, okay, so now this is me, last pick of the second round. Uh, Greg messed up my holy trinity. I'm so mad about this. Um, all right, so no stuffing is on the board for me. Uh, my number two pick, this is a must-have. Uh, it's, it's always made in the Henry uh, household, and I am making it this year, so it's going to be fire, of course. Uh, Curry Go. Curry Goat got to be on there. Uh, and you're back-to-back, remember. So. Yeah, back-to-back. I'm really trying to think about what I'm going to do next one. Curry Goat has to be on there. Uh, one of my favorite meats, period. Curried. Love it. Love to have it. You know my plate is going to be mad Caribbean. This is what it is. <laughs> this is the start of it. Curry Goat on there. Yo, Curry Goat touching the mac and cheese? Woo! Perfect. Love it. All right, so now I'm picking first for the third round, right? Yes. Greg, are you writing these down, or you want me to write these down? Um, I mean, I have it in the, uh, I have it on the side here with all the captions, so we should be able right, to. We, we, we so got to yeah, make we it. Have, we got to do a good recap after. You know, we got to make a yeah. chart. We got to make a chart so um, we can post it and see what the people think. Third round. Let's see. Spotlight's on you. Third round, man. Now, I would have loved to have had stuffing here or Sorry. in one of these picks. I do not have stuffing here, which is a little disappointing. So I don't know because Brian's already took rice and peas off the board, which also is something that I personally make on Thanksgiving, and I've continued to make it. My mom's recipe is always great, coconut rice and peas. It's a little different variation, so I know we said we could I mean, do that here. I feel like you could do that. It's so, different. I'm going with my coconut cream rice and peas. Yeah, which that's is a totally what different. Make. That's a totally different. Totally thing. different. Yeah. That's what that's what I make. That'll be done there. Coconut cream rice and peas on the plate. So on my plate right now, we got the coconut cream rice and peas. We got the curry goat. We got the mac and cheese. Doing pretty good. I'm I'm okay. I'm pretty happy right now. Okay. Okay. So there's there's something that I really want on the board that's still on the board, but like. You're bored. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there's something that I still want that's available, but I know I think I know what it might be. All you I have f- for now is honey ham and rice. You need to like. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you know, Greg feel, is Greg's like your plate is sorry. I feel like no no no. Okay, so look, here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do. I was gonna. This pick is not gonna be available later. I just straight up think it's gone, so I'm gonna take it now. And I'm just good. It's it's a, it's a classic favorite. I know what you're gonna say, and it's funny because it would be, it would have been available because I'm not gonna take it. Really? I know. I, I know. I'm pretty much sure I know what you're going for here. I feel, I'm pretty confident. I'm taking mashed potatoes. Okay. Oh, that's not what I thought. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm but but still, with that, you can have that. I'm taking <laughs> yo. I'm taking mashed potato because like there's something else that I really want that y'all ain't gonna take. Like <laughs> you got hold on, let, let's recap your plate. You got mashed potatoes, you got a little honey ham, yeah, and you got and you got your rice and peas. Yeah, got the arroz arroz con guandules, you know what I'm saying? We got that, we got we got mashed potatoes okay. now too. So okay. we got but fresh mashed potatoes, not that shit out of the box. Okay. From potatoes, you know what I'm saying? Like from yeah, actual yeah, yeah. potatoes. Yeah, of course. So. Yeah. Okay. Carbo carbo loading. Carbo loading, yes. Car- yeah, Brian's loading up on them carbs. On Thursday, on Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't front. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, uh, all right, so this is like... This Once is that Cowboys game, game comes on, whoo! You know this what I'm saying? Last, last pick of the third round? Yeah, you got last pick of the third round, first pick of the fourth round. <laughs> okay, so so my last pick of the third round... 
man, it's tough. But I'm going to go with, I mean, this is like, not every house is going to have it, but I feel like, you know, it'll be a star anywhere. So I'm going with Snyder Wings. Are you talking about Snyder Chinese? Yep. Snyder, Snyder on Utica Avenue? I'm going with Snyder Wings. Okay, so, here, so here's ah. what we got. But Greg, here's what we got to do. Because yeah. unless you, this, I'm from East Flatbush, Brooklyn, where this restaurant that Greg is talking about is from. Yeah. And Brian, I will have to bring you these wings and have you taste it at some point. Yeah. In fact, these wings are so good, I'm supposed to go kick it with a friend of mine tomorrow to do some work, and I'm going to bring some of those wings to her. They are soy sauce fried yeah. wings, chicken wings. They are fantastic. Probably having too much of them and all that sodium probably really isn't good for you, but they're wow. fantastic. Greg's, I don't know if Greg, I'm assuming your family buys these yeah. for Thanksgiving. I have an aunt at her house. She get, always gets them for the holiday meals. They're yeah. really good. Snyder Chinese on Utica. And what's that, Utica and Tilden? Utica and Tilden, if you're in Brooklyn, East Flatbush, check it out. Their yeah. wings are fire. I cannot, I have no problem with this. This is a, fa- this is a fantastic pick. If you are Brooklyn and of Caribbean descent, I will say that. Yeah, you got you to gotta be from Right, you would love these wings. I am, yeah. I am, I guarantee you that. Remember how we were talking about how Wingstop was whack a couple yeah. episodes ago? <laughs> this ain't that. This ain't that, bro. This ain't that. This is good. This She's is good. Great. It's terrible. Okay, okay, Greg. Snyder Wings. I did not see that coming. Yeah, okay. So, Greg, hold on. Greg, you got a, this was your first meat on your plate other than the turkey that you want. Yeah. We got a nice plate. We got yams. We got stuffing. We got wings. Um, so, with my next pick, and this is like another Caribbean favorite, um, one of the best rice dishes in the Caribbean. There we go. Black rice and shrimp. There we go. Sapase, sapase. Black rice and shrimp, man. Black rice. Okay, there you go. Black rice and shrimp. Yeah. That's a, this is why you gotta let people. You gotta let people have their variations, otherwise, yeah. It's be See, we all yeah. have the variations of our rice and black yeah. rice. Shout, shout out to our Haitian brothers and sisters. Yeah, it's uh, okay. my mom's dish is like undefeated. That's what people come to the house for. Like, you know what I mean? So it's a winner. Save me a plate, Greg. Please yeah. save me a plate. All yeah. right, Brian. What's your What's your pick for round four? Remind Dex. Remind me. What was your second round pick? Just so I have my, my second round pick? Yes. Was Curry Goat. Yep. Second round pick was Curry Goat. I just want to type that in to, to, to make sure that so I have Dex, guys, all right, here's a little, little uh, mid-round recap. First pick, Dex, Dex took mac and cheese. And I'm assuming that's baked mac and cheese, like Caribbean way. No. Well, I've, I'm fine with the, what we call macaroni pie, as you know. Yeah, macaroni pie. Oh, okay. Macaroni pie. It is baked. Yeah. But the, the mac and cheese that I generally have at Thanksgiving now because of my mother-in-law is, is Southern-style mac and cheese. So a little bit more creamier, but it is still baked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like a, you know, every every house has to have mac and cheese. So you got mac and cheese first, curry goat in the second round, coconut cream rice, coconut cream rice and peas in the third. That's a good plate. That's a good plate. I think it's a good plate. You got honey, ham, rice, and mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. I would never see mashed potatoes on my plate, but I get it. I mean, I get it. Yo, I, I y'all like y'all don't like mashed potatoes, man. Potatoes, well, but we don't cook it on the, on Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying it's like, it's funny because like I generally wouldn't cook it, but going to my in laws' house, they make it, so it's definitely there. I feel like that's a I feel like that's a Thanksgiving staple. So I wanted to make sure I got. But it. but I gotta be honest, like I'm not it. I'm not scooping it up though. Yeah, oh, like, right. not, I mean, like I, not I, early. 
Nah, it's it's yeah, I, it's 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 something that stuck with. I'll eat it. Like I'm not saying I don't. It's just not. It's not gonna be in his first plate. This yeah. we're talking about. We're talking about what you want to put on this first plate. Yeah. The plate that gets it going. Like Brian said, Cowboys game is on. You know what I'm saying? We gotta get this going. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what we're talking about. You gotta eat during the Cowboys <laughs> game. The cow. The first plate gotta be during the Cowboys game. But um, the first plate is your best plate. You know what I mean? So you it gotta, should be your oh, best plate. I agree. Look, I, I, I'm about yeah. to pick right now. Okay. This is th- honestly. Honestly, I think this is a stronger pick than mashed potatoes. I was just nervous that mashed potatoes was uh, going to be off the board, but apparently I miscalculated because I you did miscalculate it. But it's totally fine because I'm taking Pernil with the th- with the fourth uh, round pick. Uh, you already know. For people that don't know, uh, we it's roasted pork yo, and it's yo, really fucking. Yeah, I'm not right? sure. I'm not sure there's anything more Latino about about <laughs> Brian's plate than he's got two pork dishes on there. Two. They got the honey ham. Hell yeah. Now listen, I don't listen. Listen for our Latino brothers and sisters. Man, some good pernil. It's pulled. It's tender with the green. We've had it, Dex. We've had it. We've got. We've got. We've ordered it to St. Francis before when we worked there. It's so good. Because it's not, it's not just like regular roasted pork. It's a specific, you know, specific yes. way you season yes. it. You know, whatever the yo, case may be. If I was in the Fonseca household, I'm going right for that pernil, yo. It's a I'm must. Right it's a it. must. It's a I told must. this is this is what I wanted to pick in round three, but I was like, this is not going to be taken. I like my chances there. Oh, you had a good chances because you had two like Greg and I's household. Not, nobody's making the pernil, so you had yeah, a good chances. Well, y'all, yeah, yeah, like, and if y'all make, if y'all even make that kind of meat, it would be made differently or whatever. But I was right. like, yo, this my first plate. This is yeah, this is absolutely with the ham. Okay. I don't care. I'm having multi and with the turkey. Yeah, there's a lot of meat. There's okay. a lot of meat. <laughs> okay, hey, I, I like it. All right, so last pick around four. Woo! Thinking about this. I think about this real good. Okay, this is what I got to go to. It's funny. I'm, it's not stuff I'm picking. It's stuff I'm actually cooking on Thanksgiving. Um, I got to go with my oxtail. Oxtail. We always make the oxtail on Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, got to be good and tender. Goes perfectly next to the mac and cheese. Perfectly with the rice and peas. Also got a little bit of that curry goat in there. Oxtail. That's yeah. what I'm going to. Got to have my oxtail on my plate uh, there. And for my last pick, which would be the first pick around five. Yes. Oh, I got to make this good. <laughs> I got to make this good. You know, I, you know, I got to add a side now because you got, you got mac and cheese. You got some meats in there, rice. So you got to. So if I'm making the plate, because I need to have some balance. And on this plate, yeah. I need something, some greenery on here. Yeah. So I'm going to pick for what I know this year. Normally... Uh, when it was just, you know, my parents were just in my house, it's it's Callaloo is what I'm picking. It's my greenery. But I know my mother-in-law is going to be coming through with the collard greens. Talked to her today. Her collard greens are slamming. Got to throw the collard greens on the plate. Got to have some greenery. Either it's gonna be, if it's traditional Caribbean, I'm going to put the Callaloo. But because of this, I'm going to have the collards on the plate as my last pick. Got to get some green up in there. Can't, can't be too starch heavy like my man Fonseca. He's starch heavy and heavy with the pork. Got to add some greens up in here. So, yeah, there we go. Collard, collard greens for the last last bit on there. I really like my plate. The only thing that's missing on my plate that I would have, and I'll, I will now explain my holy trinity, my holy trinity on my Thanksgiving plate is the curry goat touching the mac and cheese, touching the stuffing. Get that all on one fork? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm cooking. I'm cooking. 
cooking with that, man. Give me give me a little stuffing mac and cheese with the curry goat. I could just eat that and I'd be fine. Okay. Um <laughs> I, I do I do agree. I have a I have a starch heavy, carb heavy plate. Uh normally what I'll have in the fifth thing is like I'll have some mixed vegetables. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily draft mixed vegetables. No, that just, that just doesn't seem like something you would want to draft. So this is the last. It's the last thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not necessarily doing it that way. Um, I'll I'll say more specifically. I'm gonna go with, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out to to Astrid here. Uh, her mother makes a really good shrimp salad, so I'm gonna put the shrimp salad as my uh, fifth thing right. here. Shrimp okay. salad is good. Shrimp salad. And it's something that my parents have made as well. It's exactly what it sounds like, but it has a, a certain dressing that's like really good. And it's there because it's also like you want to feel a little bit better about yourself after eating, you know, all the other stuff, all the carnage that you're going to be doing on the plate. So, yeah, let's put in some shrimp salad there to, you know, to, to help our digestive uh, potential issues uh, that evening. Salad. Shrimp salad is good, though. Nice. I like shrimp that. salad. All right. Um... Your last pick. Your last your last side dish. That's two picks, right? No, you got one more pick. And then and then you're gonna get the first uh the first uh the first drink. Got you. Oh, it's only five rounds, not six rounds. Okay. Yes. That was my last last pick. For the food. For the food. So we get to well, we, we do have we do have dessert. We have one drink round and one dessert round. You're gonna be yeah. first in the drink. So I know I got I got stuffing, I got black rice, I got fried chicken, so um all right, I'm gonna take a dish that is probably one of the best complimentary uh, finger foods to have on your plate. Oh, you know. oh, I know where you going with yeah, that. Man. I gotta go fried green plantains, man. Oh, that's not where I thought you would go. Oh, okay. Oh, but I like, I like it. I like. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I mean, it just it just it just you know you it, can't it, go wrong with some plantains, it, man. I, didn't catch I thought about taking it, but then I was like, I'm not just going to add to the, you know, I'm not, I need a vegetable. <laughs> Something with a vegetable. <laughs> I thought about, I thought about getting like, you know, platanos or something. Yes. Yeah, got platanos, we got stuffing, we got black rice, we got fried chicken. I, mean, I think I got a good plate. I got a good plate. It's a good plate. Those Snyder wings were, were unexpected. All right, Greg, you're the first to pick a drink. So what's your drink that you're going with? Oh. <sighs> First, for for the drink, um, drink anything, anything, any drink. That's tough, man. Somebody's gonna be like water. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna go crazy. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it simple. Like you know, I've been drinking this thing for years. Ocean spray. I'm going ocean spray, man. Ocean spray, what? Cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. A little, so no uh, cranberry sauce. Going. I was thinking about it. I was going a little ocean spray cranberry <laughs> juice. Okay. <laughs> Gets the job done, man. Like you know. Okay, ocean spray cranberry juice. I know it right. is going to be some Caribbean for sure. Oh, it absolutely is. It know. absolutely is. Know, absolutely is. See, I, I guess I have the second pick here since we're keeping the same order. Um, see, I don't drink alcohol. Otherwise, I would take coquito here. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because I feel, uh, you feel like you're supposed to. I feel like I'm supposed yeah, to. Yeah, the right? cultural pressure. I feel like I should if, like, if, like, if I'm hosting and like the, it's gonna be there, right? Like, it's, it's well, you can have a there. virgin coquito. I haven't, I haven't tried that actually. See, but it, um, here's the thing, though. You gotta, you gotta factor in what's on your plate. You really want to drink coquito with all that? You will not see the, the light of day. 
Well, I don't drink coquito period. I, I would actually drink cranberry juice. You know what I mean? I would do what you did, but you you took cranberry juice off the board. So you know what? I'm gonna get a mango passion fruit juice. And I'm gonna keep <laughs> Dex. I'm gonna keep it going in the same lane that I've been in as the Latino in the room. I'm gonna get like a mango passion fruit juice uh, to wash this all down. I really should. I really should probably just get water. That would probably be the smart thing. But I'm just getting a, a mango, a mango passion fruit juice. Okay. Okay. I'm going with. Uh, I love sorrel as a holiday drink. I'm having my sorrel. Uh, right before, as we were doing this podcast, I was making my batches of sorrow. I'm going to bring Greg some because uh, I promised I would bring him some. Uh, I'm going to have that. Uh, it's going to be with a little bit of uh, rum, some form of Grenadian rum will be in there. Most likely some Jack Iron, something really strong. It's going to mellow me out uh, after I have this food. But yeah, sorrow. That's that's it for me. Sorrow is my first drink. Gotta have, gotta have, always have to have it as my first drink with my first plate. Got to. Then I usually then go over to the wide, but sorrow for the first drink. Yeah. All right, so that is me. What's next? Dessert. Okay, so let me. I feel like he's gonna get a and lot. Is, and for the people at home, this is the last round. This is the last round. Yeah. Wait. So Dex is picking first. Yes. yes. I already know. I, honestly, I don't even know what I'm picking for dessert. I don't know, Greg. You have no idea what I'm picking for dessert. Yeah, I, I, I hope. I hope he doesn't fuck it up for me. I really hope. Who me? Right? No, Greg. Greg is assuming. Oh. Greg is assuming because of my Caribbeanness that I'm going with black cake. Nah. He's assuming this. Oh, just <laughs> now we don't know. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I hope you're not fucking up. I like black cake, but that will not be available on Thanksgiving. Right, I, what I, I and here's the thing: I'm not a big dessert person. For most people who know me, yeah. not big on the sweets for Thanksgiving. Not big on the sweets. You're not gonna get me on the pumpkin pie. You ain't going to get me on the sweet potato pie. Nope. I'm not here for that. I don't yeah. care for that. In fact, the only way I can make dessert enjoyable on Thanksgiving is I got to go bring my own because I don't make it. I have to bring my own. So what I'm picking up that I know I'm going to have on Thanksgiving is I'm going to have me a nice slice of red velvet cheesecake from Juno's. Oh, That's what wow. I have. It's my personal choice. What a fucking pick. I got to give it to you. velvet yeah, cheesecake that's not what you were going to pick? I got mine. I got mine. Good. I'm glad you got what you're going to pick. Red Velvet Cheesecake for Juniors. That's my dessert to go with that. goes nicely right with the sorrow. If you haven't had it, try it. It's freaking great. Yeah. Glad you still have your pick, Greg, even though you took stuffing. Thank you. It's my favorite thing. All right, Brian. Red velvet cake. That's a good one. Red See, velvet I, cheesecake, folks. Just to be yes, clear, yes, yes. not oh, regular red velvet. Red, red velvet, velvet cheesecake. cheesecake. <clears throat> to be clear, red velvet cheesecake. Um. Now, keep the camera on all of us, Greg. Because like, yeah. I got to see Dexter's reaction in particular. But y'all both <laughs> probably gonna react to this. Now, I, I, I hope it's what I think it should be. I should now. right. There's two things that it should be. One of them is flan. Obviously, I right? Like it should be. It should be flawed. And the other there's one, another, there's another one I love though too. Tres leches. There we go. <laughs> tres leches. I'm, take, I'm taking. I'm taking. tres leches because I, I, I have to. I, I have to. Listen. I have to. Listen. If I could get. If I listen. If I was at the Fonseca Thanksgiving, I told you two things we're going for that pernil and that tres leches. Yeah, Woo. I, I love I some tres leches. I have to take. I haven't had it in a while. Um, oh, I love I have to take oh. it because it's like 
one, I don't eat dessert on Thanksgiving like that. If I had to pick like my favorite kind of dessert, it might just be straight up like some sort of double chocolate cake or whatever the fuck with like some icing or whatever. Like that would probably be my go-to or whatever. But for Thanksgiving, yeah, you got to have, you got to have some tres leches if I'm going to have my, it, like, That's one of my favorite cakes. It, it, yeah. I, I'm thinking about like what it would be and it would be that. Like I don't eat a lot of flan either, but like, you know, I might have some around the holidays, but it's not better than tres leches. So. I agree. And flan is, flan is pretty dope, but like yeah. it's not tres leches. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Greg. What you got? Oh man, I got I got one of the best desserts in New York City. P Diddy sent a bunch of kids from Brooklyn to go get him a slice. I mean, wait. So you taking? Oh, you okay? Fine. Wait. What? Do you, wait. So what are you taking? He's what going to the same place that I'm going yeah, to get. Going to the same place, but he didn't, he didn't take what I was getting. But that's so, true. That's true. I'm getting strawberry slice cheesecake from Junior's. Strawberry slice. Cheesecake. Oh, okay. So you got red velvet cheesecake, guys. Yeah. And Greg yeah. from the Greg, y'all both went together, but Greg walked out with the strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm getting all the um the swirl. The, yeah. No, not that's the swirl. It's like um I don't know what you call it. They like it's not graham cracker, but they have like you know they sprinkle it on the top. Of the strawberry. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. sounds good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. So what is it? Is it strawberry what again? Cheesecake. Strawberry cheesecake. Oh, it's so good. It's like one of the best things ever. Okay. Listen, I, man. look, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not an enormous cheesecake guy. Oh, I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I like, like, I like, I like the red velvet cake. Like, not even the cheesecake. I was surprised red velvet from, um, from Juniors. I remember the one, the one time I had it, I didn't like what? the red velvet or the red velvet cheesecake. Red velvet cake. All right, use the red velvet cheesecake. So red yeah, velvet. So I've good. had the the red velvet cake from there. I like though. Yeah. You better give a chance. I so I had the red velvet cheesecake. Right. I got it on my birthday and it was a surprise. Those are two of my favorite cakes. And somebody put it together and it was like, oh my God, what did I didn't know where this has been all my life? Good. It was fantastic. So I said, I don't eat any of this other stuff that'll be baking on, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I'm gonna bring my own cake. And I'll bring the cheesecake. You know what's good too though? I mean, I mean it depends where you get it, but apple pie. Apple pie with vanilla ice cream. You know what? Apple that's pie. What, that's, that's what my brother would take if he were doing yeah, it. Yeah. Apple, apple pie. pie apple pie is cool. It's a salad pick. Apple pie is some peach cobbler. I can get down with yeah. some peach cobbler. I'm just not pie. like I'm. I'm not like crazy about it though. You know, I'm not a crazy dessert person. You know no. what I'm saying? Thanksgiving, right. I just go straight to the straight into the shits. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> straight for the roast pork. And the honey ham. So much, so much pork in yeah. here, yo. I'm so killing pigs pork, for Thanksgiving. Man. Killer pigs for Thanksgiving. All right, I'm sorry, so- Peter. Let's 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 do our recap real quick. So to to, to look at all the drafts because I have them written down here. Yeah. To reiterate, Dex deep fried turkey. So that was a turkey round. Deep fried turkey. His yep. foods, mac and cheese. Which I mean, look, you can't go wrong with mac and cheese. There's no yeah, yeah. wrong pick. You just can't. Nah. Mac and cheese, curry goat, coconut cream rice and peas. Yep. That was your third round pick. Oxtail. Yep. And collard greens, gotta yep. get gotta get some sort of solid, some solid sort plate. of green in there. Solid sorrel, plate. sorrel uh, as your drink, and then red velvet cheesecake as your dessert. Yes, that sounds like a, that sounds like a great. I think, yeah, I'm, great smiling, I'm smiling already because I'll be feeling good. I think I think we all did very good on this draft. I want to say that yeah. uh, for my for my draft, it was it was the baked honey ham with pineapples. Of course, so that was the first pick. 
Rice or gondolas, second pick. Of course. Mashed potatoes was the third pick. Benil, the fourth pick. And really, that should have been the third pick. <laughs> that should have came after the rice. Right, because you you eat those rice or gondolas of Benil. You eat you eat that together. Okay. Gotcha. That's that's what it is. And then fifth, shrimp salad. Some light, little mm-hmm. vegetable in there. And look, it's very good, especially if you use the right dressing. So um for the drink. I'm supposed to go coquito, but since I don't drink it personally, because I don't drink alcohol, although the virgin coquito is something I should try. Yeah. Um, so so I, I haven't tried it yet. So we do this again next year. Maybe that's my drink. Yeah, but somebody now, should make you a batch. No alcohol. For, for now, I got the mango passion fruit um, because that, uh, because Greg uh, took cranberry juice, which we're going to get to. But the mango passion fruit juice, look, passion fruit, I don't care who you are. That shit is fire. All right. And then for the dessert, tres, tres leches. Okay. Yeah, strong dessert. Strong dessert, <laughs> Strong dessert. A lot of dairy. <laughs> a lot of dairy. And then for Greg's draft, um, and I did the roasted turkey, by the way. Uh, Greg went no turkey, went straight into it. Uh, candied yams was the first pick, then stuffing. Surprising first pick. Yes, and then stuffing, then Snyder fried chicken wings, right? Yeah, yes. Snyder wings. Yes. Right, yeah. so- soy sauce fried chicken wings. Soy sauce fried chicken wings from Snyder's. Um, black rice and shrimp. And yeah. fried green plantains, yeah. cranberry juice, and then for dessert, strawberry cheesecake uh, from the same place that Dexter got his red velvet cheesecake. Just you know, different different alterations. So, I think I think we did all right. I think we did all right. I think we did all right. I feel like I feel like next year, what we got to do to to make the stakes higher is we got to bring some more people in. Yeah, to yes. really make the stakes higher yes. because if if something really goes, you re- it doesn't hurt as much for three people. But if there's five and somebody takes that mac and cheese, and you want a mac and cheese, woo, you're hurt. Mm-hmm. Really, you're really hurt. Well, so, I mean, look, look, we we could look. There, there's a New Year's Eve draft maybe in here somewhere. That New Year's Eve meal is important. Yeah. Okay? That Christmas yeah. meal also is important. Not as much as Thanksgiving, perhaps, but wait. So it's, you it's, it's not five. It's not five. It's not five sides though. It's not like that kind nah. of. Thing. <laughs> See, it depends. It depends. Like, because some people don't eat too much for some people on New Year's Eve, they might have like one super dish that they don't eat for like they, they, they where you lot, are. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people like, do different things for that. Like, yeah, my family, like my dad, would get like we do like lobster on New Year's Eve. You know what I mean? Uh so like not everybody like has like a big meal. New Year's Day is different. You might have cook something, but so yeah, that might be. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be a good one. Easter that would be that's that's draft worthy. Easter, huh? Okay. I, I don't go as hard with the meals. What were the name of the Snyder Wings again? Just so I have this perfectly clear. Yeah, you got to get them. What were the name of them? It was soy. What, I, what did you say? Dan? Oh, soy, soy sauce. Uh, it says soy sauce wings. It's soy, soy wings. It says soy wings. Like, as soon as you go there, you just, it's, you know, I'm telling you, it's like a, it's a hole in the wall, typical Brooklyn Chinese store. Yeah. But they have a very different way they do their wings. And it's, it's fried and it's and soy sauce. It it tastes great. Yeah. High in sodium. Don't recommend it. Uh, too much eating of it. But once in a while, yeah, especially for the holidays, it's good. Yeah. And oh, another thing about that spot we showed them. Their lo mein is also quite dope really? as well. Too. Mm. Their lo mein is really good there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo mein I, is I, really good. I gotta say, like, uh, because because I also refer to this loosely as Chinese food season because during the holidays. Uh, like it's something that you do have if you're a New Yorker, probably once or twice. Yeah, somebody I know was in town. Uh, doesn't live; it lives out of state. Was in town in New York recently, and sent me a picture. 
of Wohop. And I mm. was like, I need to go back there because I have not been there in a few years. That's, I, I think not, you were there the last time I went there. I would, <laughs> and, and I went, it's funny because I went there another couple times at without you where I happened to be around there when I was working and I ended up grabbing some food. And uh, that put me in a food coma, which probably I don't I go into. Like I don't Thursday. go. I don't. I'm not. I'm not in that area uh, of of New yeah, York. Yeah, I'm City not in Chinatown a lot. So that's but, why I haven't. Yeah, yeah necessarily. I haven't been there. Like the last time I was probably around there, I was there for an event, but I wasn't trying to get wool hot because I had to move around a lot. But yo, December, I'm looking at that. That whoa, I'm looking whoa, at wool hop, and I'm like, and and the dude told me like, yo, line out the store. Like it used to be, you know what I'm saying? So Wohop is Wohop is some good food. Wohop is, is for people out of state listening to this. It's a it's a I don't even know if it's it's outside of New York or whatever the case may be necessarily. I don't nah, know. it's only it's a New York thing. It's Chinatown. So Chinatown, yes, legendary it's, Chinese it's, spot. It's, legendary it's, Chinese restaurant. Of, it's, it's great. It's, you, restaurant you though, it. not not like a takeout Chinese spot like yeah. we'd be talking you about. You can like, take out, but it's yeah. it's really a place you go it's like a little sit. more it's it's not fast casual Chinese food because it's a step above that. It's a it's a legit Chinese food restaurant. I would say. Is it called Wohop really next door? Wohop what? Is it called Wohop next door? Uh, oh, yes, it yes. is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes, you never yeah, tried it before, Greg? I've never been there. I've never heard. Nah, of you got to go, Greg. Great food. It's good. Great food. It's one of yeah. it's one of those where like if people are coming into New York, I would I would tell be like. Yeah, it's I, like it's like that's one of those places like you want to try it if one you you want to save money because it's not very expensive, right. uh, and two if you you know don't really plan on necessarily exercising afterwards, <laughs> you should probably eat it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely one of those spots. But uh, as you put a bow in it, man, plates sound good. Hopefully, everybody out there enjoys their Thanksgiving as a healthy and safe one. Eat a lot. Uh, definitely think about the things that you are thankful for. Uh, and also, please think about the, what happened with Thanksgiving and the people whose land was taken from them. And then people want to claim it as, as if they're their own. Uh, and we shouldn't do that. So uh, much love and shout out to the indigenous peoples of this land. Um, and as they continue and all of us continue for the blessings that we have to live on this land <clears throat> and spend the time with our families. But, yeah, hopefully everybody considers what they're thankful for, spending time with their families uh, not just the food and the football, because Brian, we know how you feel about food, football, and family, or family football and God. Is some people yeah, yeah, yeah. God, 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 family football, the Whatever. God, family football theory. Football. If you got right. that in your Twitter bio. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, yeah. All, all, just want to be clear: all those three things are perfectly are fine. fine. Yes. Perfectly fine. But if yes. that's your identity. You know, that's some middle America. That's, there, there's some other things we might deduce from that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, yo, Greg, thank you for rocking with us on the draft. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. Till we'll see you guys after Thanksgiving, where our bellies will be full, our hearts will be warm, and hopefully everybody will be safe. So for our producer, Gregory Alcala, who's got a really nice plate with those Snyder wings, uh, my co-host, Brian Fonseca, whose plate is full of pork, as it <laughs> will be uh, at some point on Thursday. And myself, I'm gonna send y'all a photo. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, please do. <laughs> every, that's, yo, everybody, everybody's got to send a photo of their plate so we can tweet that out and show people that we really picked close to what we had on our plate. Right. We got, we got, we got to do that. We got to put that tweet out. So, um, and for myself, whose plate will be full of Caribbean dishes, just like Greg, and yes. enjoying plenty of that. Everybody, again, have a safe, healthy, happy Thanksgiving. Until next time, y'all. Peace.
Peace.